Hey guys, what's up? What's up? My name is Bleeku, and I'm here with my co-host Rain, and we're back for another episode of the Geeks Advocate Podcast for some nerdy shenanigans. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, how are you doing today, Rain? I'm doing good. Um, just making it through the week with all this uh, game news and nerd news and geek news and stuff to talk about. So, I'm excited yes, for this yes. episode. Yeah, me too. Uh, there's a lot going on and all at the same time, you know, right. we, we go through like what seems like droughts sometimes and then out of nowhere, everything at once. Mm. Nerd overload. <laughs> right. Um, but so what have you been up to other than that? Um, I don't know. Fun? Anything fun? Well, yeah. I, I saw a, a sew machine that I want to get because I want to get back into the cosplay of things i feel like with the vaccinations and the um the upcoming year i think hopefully cons will start opening back up and i want to be prepared otherwise i'll stay in con crunch for the rest of my life you know like yeah. i don't want to wait so it's funny it's like you took the words right out of my mouth man because i was going to say the same thing things <laughs> are picking up i'm starting to see conventions make announcements that mm -hmm. like definitive dates and um so, I mean, I'm I'm not going to get a new machine because mine still works fine. Knock on wood. Like, let's hope that it stays that way. But I, you know, I did kind of lose motivation to sew just because I knew I didn't have anywhere to take the stuff and to right. wear it. Um, I wasn't doing photo shoots or anything. But, you know, I may do that for the time being until uh, conventions open back up. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, like there's things that have come out and. I'm like, yes, I need to do that thing. And I'm excited to see it. So, right, you know. Yeah. I mean, especially with, we talked about last week, um, mm -hmm. WandaVision and Wanda's new, like her her outfit. Like, yeah. You know, I know that inspired like a lot of people to get back into like making cosplays again. So. It's true. Yes. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even a huge Scarlet Witch fan, but I was peeping that outfit too. Okay. Right. Cause I mean, that was kind of fire. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'm also like working on rebranding and all of that. So that's just mostly behind the scenes work nice. and, uh, addition to my day to day sleep is a luxury. There we go. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's what's up. Yeah, so, okay, well, let's go ahead and get into it for today. We're going to start off with our first segment, which is That New New. And um, I messed up that transition, but it'll be all right. <laughs> what you got for us, Bleeku? What you got for us? <laughs> okay, so my first topic, and I'm sure that this is hot topic for most people, it is the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm. Spoiler alert, telling you now. <laughs> alert alert we're gonna be <laughs> dropping spoilers left and right if you have not seen the episode pause here come back and watch it later right i won't be mad at you mm -hmm. <laughs> right right so what did you think about the show rain it was good it was good it, it uh it's a marvel oh it's i love what they're doing with mm -hmm. these marvel series first of all because it ties into the movies it's continuing uh, it's opened up different avenues for different characters, like Falcon's background is going to kick in. Uh, I'm looking forward to what's up with Winter Soldier. Like, 
it's it was such a good episode and it was you know 20 something 30 something minutes long so right i'm not complaining about that at all i really did enjoy it um it it definitely helped me with my petty side because you know i sent you uh the picture <laughs> oh, of yeah. oh yeah you know what <laughs> let me tell y'all like he knows i'm team cap he's over here oh, sending me pictures man. of a buddy and we'll get to that yeah <laughs> but continue but yeah um i know you had the mcu live uh this weekend t- discussing mm-hmm. the episode and that was really good because there's a lot of like easter eggs in that first episode so right um, so far i'm enjoying it how about you Oh, I was loving it. Um, And yeah, like you mentioned, we did have a live stream yesterday. Shout out to MCU ATL. Um, And we talked about the episode. I feel like I've already like discussed it, but just for the sake of the podcast, (laughs) you know, I'll say I loved it overall. Uh, After WandaVision, I think this was kind of refreshing because you had a lot more action. Now, granted, WandaVision had some action, but it was kind of sprinkled throughout the series. And Mm -hmm. then at the end, it was just like, wham, it was, it was great. Um, I think everybody did a job or a great job. Um, And it was good to see more from the characters that were typically side characters and stuff, you know, Mm -hmm. in a movie. Right. So um, they weren't really the main focus before. And now we get to know more about them. Bucky's personality is way more layered than I originally thought, because he seems just like, (laughs) you know, very straight laced and like, Team Steve, and mm-hmm. that's about it. Right. <laughs> that and, and and his Winter Soldier thing, where he just like mentally checks out and turns into like the ultimate killing machine. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, on the other hand, is exactly who I thought he was, and uh, that's both good and bad. <laughs> yeah, explain. Well, because like, okay, so I was here for the first ten minutes. First ten minutes, he was like. Tony Stark levels of badass. Right. But there were just certain times in the show where I felt like his, the arrogance came out and I'm not a huge fan of that part, you know? Mm. Like, I mean, it's cool to have like some swagger about yourself. Right. But it was just like, like the scene in the bank where he's like, you know who I am. I'm like, really? That's what we're doing? Like while watching it, the first 10 minutes, mm-hmm. he's not really in the discussion when you talk about like humans, like we'll say humans, but like people without abilities in the right. Avengers. Mm-hmm. And he's when you look at him, he's like up there doing some crazy stuff just with, you yeah. know, just flying, you know, and it's Caca. it takes a certain type of person <laughs> to <laughs> it takes a t- certain type of person to to do what he does in the air like that. At yeah. mock speed, you know, and it's uh, I see what you're saying with like a little bit of his arrogance, but I don't know. The bank scene had its had his moment for me because mm-hmm. oh, I was about to get to that too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he he definitely was like, you know who I am. Just give me this loan, you know what I mean? But right, he didn't get it, of course. But you know, I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, I felt some some weird way about that. Yeah, um, I, I felt a way about that. Um, that was kind of the next thing I was going to say. Like, dang, even the Marvel brother can't get alone was up with that. Like, right. y'all are making him jump through hoops and just do absolutely the most. Right. And that was, it was a little bit triggering because 
like just being a black person, I can identify with that. I feel mm -hmm. like we do have to, it takes more a lot of times for us right. to do simple things like that. And even him with as much notoriety as he has still has right. that issue. So it's like reflective of real life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And then like, Where's all that Stark money? See, okay. this is where we're going to have to have a discussion. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, RIP Tony Stark. Right. But what happened to all that money, friend? Okay. Right. I know there's at least a couple of eBay, eBay auctions out there, and they're selling off suits or armor, something. Stark uh, tech. So I had this discussion already. I'm like, they didn't work Charity. for Tony. They didn't work for Tony Stark. So it wasn't even like a job for them working for Tony. Tony had the money. Tony was that friend with the money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, you know, he got you some drinks. Y'all hung out. You know, he paid a tab, whatever. He got you a suit. But if you look at like his close friends, um, yeah. Pepper, Pepper worked for him, then got married. So his mm. money, her money, vice versa. And then um, Rody, Rody was still in the military. He didn't have to do that, but, you know, he got him a suit. I don't I don't know. I don't I don't think that Tony owed them any check or anything. I'm saying that like he's got to have them on salary, but like dang, he is he's on the struggle bus, you yeah. know, and being a superhero does not pay the bills unless nope. you're doing something that's government funded or something like that, like shield and sword and all of that. So I don't know. It's just I felt bad. Like, dang, you have saved the world. Mm-hmm. And they won't even save you from like debt. Look how <laughs> broke Spider-Man is. Think about how broke Spider-Man. No, is. no, because because Peter has a job. He's a photographer. <laughs> he ain't making no money from that. He, he well, yes, he is selling those Spider-Man photos. He, Come on now. He was broke. He was the brokest superhero. Okay, I mean. Yes, he is living at home with his auntie, but he's also like a teenager. So. Mm -hmm. That's that's relevant. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, Tony had charities and everything. So True. like, where True. was his charity for um, for his friends? Right. You know, like I feel like Tony had enough foresight in a lot of cases to implement things into his designs, into the suits. Think about Peter. Um and what was it? Uh, Infinity War, Endgame, one of the two, I want to say it was Infinity War, where mm -hmm. they went into space. He was already prepared with another suit for Peter right. to help him in space. So right. Tony has foresight. He's the kind of person I feel that would probably have a will in place. Yes. Right? right. So why didn't they get left a little shum shum? I don't know. That's. I mean... I don't know. I don't have an answer for that. It's <laughs> your friends, okay? I'm, yeah, but I'm like, <laughs> I don't know, man. What have what's, what about Captain America? What is Captain money America at? was not a billionaire, and you know that. All that social security. Oh, you just collected. trying to throw the shade back at Cap? He is not <laughs> a billionaire. I'm just he was saying. a soldier in the military, he and they might be paid, but they ain't Tony Stark paid. No, it's not. But that's Tony's money. I don't know what to tell you. Can't be taking Tony money and just going out there spending it on everybody else. What is he going to do with it when he's gone, though? Pepper got it. Pepper got that money. Well, somebody needs to holler at Pepper or something. Where is she? Running, running Stark Industries. 
So cut that check. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is the problem? I'm gonna give him a job. How about that? He'll give him a she'll give him a job, and then he'll make his money. I'm just saying. Plus, I don't think Falcon is the type to take handouts anyway. I like, mean, he that's for a loan, but I don't think he's like. Let me give you this money, and you can live off of it. He's very hardworking. Even right. the idea of like him taking up the mantle of Captain America is like weighs heavy on him when it's something easily he can do. Yeah, but it doesn't. It didn't feel like it was his, and I think he'll be the same way with that money. Like this isn't my money. This is something that I earned. So that's mm -hmm. my excuse for that one right there. Just for what about yeah. this billionaire playboy philanthropist? <laughs> philanthropist, except if you're an Avenger. <laughs> that's right, Leonard. Oh. <laughs> uh. I see how it's gonna be. <laughs> he agrees <laughs> with me though. He agrees. Hey, I, I know. And I think we had this discussion also. Like, I don't know. I don't think it's Tony's responsibility. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's something that he could have done, but honestly, I'm like, I don't know. He took care of everything else. He didn't fund it shield. He funded um the Avengers. Like, what else you want him to do? Just like buy you lunch every day. Nobody's I telling him to buy lunch every day. I'm just saying. I'm cut just saying, check. yes, cut that check. Run me that check. I know you got it. <laughs> so, <Negative>. yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you would be a stingy Tony Stark. You'd be I like sure Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> yeah, reason You'll why be Tony's swimming in the rich. money, but you're like, eh, 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 don't touch it. Don't touch that. Right. It's mine. Yeah, right? it is mine. Got all my That's info in it. Right? <laughs> Avengers stipend. <laughs> 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 right oh, but man. um okay so next in the show my next thing where i was triggered by and the thing that rain was trolling me about was captain america mm. i was i felt away when he gave up the shield because cap passed that shield on to sam like mm -hmm. i want you to carry the torch right but he takes it and gives it basically to the government. They put it in the Smithsonian, which I guess is cool because they already had like this huge uh, display uh, dedicated to Cap that we saw in like one of the other movies. And so that's okay. But then they had the audacity, the caucasity to take this shield <laughs> and give it to this no-name dude at the end of the episode. I'm calling him Diet Cap Zero. Uh, <laughs> he needs to go. Dude did not even have a chin. Like, no. so the, the helmet fit weird. It looked like it was smushing in his face. I felt visually, mentally, just aggressively assaulted. Right. <laughs> and I, I took it personally. I really did. And all that went down in the same episode. Mm. And it's a good thing that that was the end because right. I, I was ready to rage quit. Right. I, I know um, you didn't care, but I did. It's not that I didn't care. I thought it was messed up. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. um, but I also thought it was the funniest thing because I'm like, they really took this man and tried to make another Captain America. And then tried. I know that <laughs> Rhodey talked to um, Sam about mm -hmm. you know him giving up the, the shield and I said he has the audacity because in Iron Man was it two? No, it wasn't two. Two, where he went and took War Machine back to the government. I'm like, he did the exact same thing. Oh yeah, that's true. Like but that was Rhodey. Yeah, I'm saying Rhodey took it, 
but had the nerve yeah. to talk to Sam like, you shouldn't do this. You know what I mean? Like, you shouldn't. Well, he can talk that talk because he's done it. He's been there and he knows how that kind of thing turns uh, out. I because remember, so. I mean, they basically forced him into a battle he really didn't want to be in. Mm. So. Yeah, I was I was sitting there while the episode was going like, you can't say really anything right now. But I, mean, I, that's I, true. I get your point. I get your point. I mean, that is true. He's kind of a, a hypocrite in that aspect. But at the same time, it's like learn from my mistake is where I feel he that he was yeah. coming from right there. So, right. But back to your boy. Um, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of questions, I think, surrounding that, because uh, we all know Cap is a super soldier. Um, those are something that's something in this episode that they showed. A mm -hmm. lot of, I think, whereas the villain, as we will say, mm -hmm. has those type of abilities. And it's no telling what this new person has because we haven't seen him do anything yet. Right. Um, I have a lot of questions. So what do you think? Um, well, I think that they have a lot to explain in general. You know, Bucky, he has the whole PTSD aspect of him serving, um, you know, both in the military and for Hydra, I mean, they tinkered in his brain for like pretty much the entirety of the right. time that we've known him. And yet he's trying to actually have a real life. So that'll be interesting to see. Uh, it'll be interesting to see the reaction of both Bucky and Sam in the next episode in reference to what happened with Cap. Now, I already know Bucky's about to, he's going to go ham. Yes. Because that was his like, bestie bff for right. life until death and beyond so i don't know it'll be uh, interesting yeah i think he's gonna be way upset with sam because i'm pretty sure he felt like he may have deserved that shield or wanted that shield more than sam did yeah but um i don't know i don't i don't know i'm i'm, ex I'm excited for next episode to be honest with you yeah me too so we'll get that one next week. All right. So next topic. Now, <laughs> I have yet to finish this because it's exceptionally long, but it is Justice League. The, the Zack Snyder cut is what I'm calling it. So mm -hmm. good loady woady. That thing is four hours and two minutes. Four hours. <laughs> Avengers Endgame was not that long I can't sit there for four hours straight I tried to watch some um, today Before the stream I only made like an hour and a half And then I had to like get going And, and do things and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But um, I will say this That's one of the things that we discussed yesterday And um, Even though I haven't finished the movie I feel like the reviews For the movie are very polarized At least on my timeline like people either love it or they hate it, but they all agree that it's better than the first one that released. And I guess I have the burden of, um, not the burden of knowledge of, it's not a burden, <laughs> I guess, the freedom of not having seen that first. So I can uh, enjoy this, but really? then that's gonna make me not want to see the other one. Yeah, I never gotcha. watched it. I kept forgetting about it. So it's, what did you think? I haven't seen the Zack Snyder cut yet. But yeah. the first one, uh, I didn't. I don't like the Flash in the first one. I did really? not like Ben Affleck as Batman. 
You don't like that, Fleck? <laughs> nah. I, well, I think he's a pretty cool Bruce Wayne. See, I, I think he's a great Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I think he's a real, like, it, especially from the animated series, he fits that. He fits that well. Mm -hmm. um, when Superman came in to the scene, it was as if nobody else mattered. You know, like, once he showed up, it was, what what was the rest of them for? Um I wish they had showed more about Cyborg, but I heard that that's what they did in the Zack Snyder cut. Like, there's a lot more to him than what the last movie did. Okay, so as far as I've made it, I've seen a little bit about Cyborg's story. And it's going to sound so bad, but I just mostly know him from Teen Titans. Yeah. And Teen Titans Go, which I guess doesn't apply because that's kind of like more comedic. But I did watch like the original um, animation of Teen Titans and his story is a lot darker than I originally thought. Mm -hmm. And I feel like the overall tone of this and I guess most of the DC characters in general are, have more of a darkness to it than they do in Marvel. And that's kind of polarizing itself to me. I was just you know, kind of thinking about that as I'm watching, like, what his backstory is. Right. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that pans out because it, it looks like, I don't know, he's battling with himself, like an internal struggle with himself. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that pans out when I watch the other, what, two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the funny thing is, like, we talk about Teen Titan Go being mm -hmm. comedic, but he... um talks about that i think at one episode where he gets like arms and legs like human mm -hmm. flesh and stuff like that he um he had a battle with himself where he didn't know what he was or what he wanted to be so that's something right. that still carries over and something even so funny as teen <laughs> teen titans go well it's it's a big major part of his struggle so right um, you know, he, he wasn't born that way it was something that he was made into mm -hmm. and so um I mean, who wouldn't struggle with that? Right. Do you think but, a four-hour movie in theater would have been too much? I, well, I'd say yes and no. I feel like if they have released it in theaters, they may or may not have split it into two releases because they have been known to do that sort of thing before. Right. You know, where they'll break it up a part one and a part two just mm -hmm. so people don't, like, lose, you know, attention spans are short. Right. And, you know, Avengers Endgame was like three hours long. Yes. But I think people were so invested that they were willing to put forth that entirety. Oh, yeah. Whereas here, we don't really have, um, I don't know, like that same sort of tie to these DC characters. Because every time a DC movie comes out, we all kind of side-eye it and like approach with caution because we've True. been let down before in the past. Right. So it could work. But they'd have to put in the work beforehand, I think, to release it into the theaters. Gotcha. Makes sense. Makes sense. All right. So my next topic, like last week, we discussed uh, Square Enix was going to have an event, and it's called Square Enix Presents. Did mm -hmm. you happen to watch it at all or catch anything from it? No, no, I missed it. I, um, I, I heard a little bit about it, but I didn't really get too much detail on it i was uh working the graveyard shift during that time so what have okay, you heard? you know what don't even do that because you know it's always on youtube after the fact I know, i'm right? not gonna lie i forgot and so i watched it later after it actually aired 
but um, they announced a bunch of different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things they announced, I don't know. Did you ever play Life is Strange? Yes, I played the first one. Okay. Um, I didn't play them myself, but I did watch a friend of mine play it on Twitch. Shout out to Christopher Fury. Chris. <laughs> but um, yeah, so he was playing Life is Strange. I think he played part two. It was the two brothers. Yeah. Yeah, so this one is called Life is Strange True Colors. And at first, I really wasn't entirely sure what was going on looking at this. But uh, so basically, this girl, her name is Alex Chen. And she's an Asian-American woman with psychic powers and moves to Colorado to discover the truth behind what happened to her brother, Gabe. So her power is supposed to be empathy. And she can like she can look at people and depending on what color they turn, like they have an aura Mm -hmm. and what color their aura is that tells her about that person and what kind of person they are. So I guess you can kind of weaponize that in the game to make your decisions and all of that. Right. Cause you know, that's like, smart. what's that? I said, that's smart. I didn't, I never thought about something like that. Right. I mean, that's a very cool concept. Cause you think about it, all these decisions that you make in the game, they uh, kind of inform the story and what mm-hmm. happens to you. So it changes depending on what you do. And so that's that's just a different and interesting element to add into that game. Yeah. Do you think you would play it? Oh, yeah. I like the art style of it. I like the first one. The first one was more like not time travel, but time manipulation was her mm-hmm. ability. And it was very unique on how it worked and how it affected. Sometimes, sometimes this one right here sounds very... Um, unique to me using empathy as an ability to make decisions. I I like that. Right. I think that's a very cool idea. And um, I'm looking forward to, I hope they put out a demo because some of the others they released a demo for. So you got to actually see what the gameplay was like before purchasing. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, come on square, give us a demo. (laughs) And they've been good at that. I think Final Fantasy, like the biggest game they put out in the past, 24 months was that and it gave us a demo so it's true and now yeah. they're giving it out for free <laughs> still it's salty still, yes i'm still <laughs> salty about that because i dropped a nice chunk of change on that game and then now yeah. it's like just have it <laughs> right granted it was a year ago but i'm still in my feelings yeah i got you and th- can't talk <laughs> <laughs> okay so they're also remastering life is strange like the OG one, right? Um, and, I will, and then will replay that. What's that? I'm saying I will replay that if it's remastered. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, and also the Life is Strange Before the Storm. Mm-hmm. So that one's getting the remaster also. As far as True Colors, the new one is supposed to come out on September the 10th, and as standalone purchases later on this year. Nice. So next we have something that was originally called Project Athia, Athia, but that it was announced that that is now called Forspoken. And uh, it's an action adventure game. And I'm not familiar with this uh, actress, but her name is Ella Belinska, and she's a protagonist, Frey Holland, who faces off against dragons and other colossal beasts in an untamed land. 
So they didn't really give a whole lot in the area of like gameplay. It was more of a teaser trailer kind of thing, mm -hmm. but it reminded me something like a monster hunter or like one of these open world exploration things. Okay. okay. That's kind of the vibe I got from that. Have you heard about that game at all? I've heard the name, um, the project was it Athia, Athena, mm -hmm. Athia, Athia, A-T-H-I-A. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that, but I didn't hear anything after that. So I got to watch the trailer. Yeah, definitely check that out. Um, so yeah, there's not really a whole lot to talk about with that because there's so little information other than mm -hmm. the trailer. So I will move on to Outriders. So... I downloaded the demo and still have not played that. I may try and play that today actually on Twitch. So nice. if you guys are around later on, um, I'm probably going to stream that game to see if I like it or not. Because you have all of those different classes to play as. And the people that made Gears of War, um, well, one of them anyway, are behind it. It kind of has like this Borderlands-y kind of vibe to it also. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so they talked about that one as well. That and releases in a week, isn't it? Is it about a week? I don't know. I haven't got there yet. I hope so. <laughs> it's a third-person loot shooter launching on April 1st. So, yeah, it's going to be on Google Stadia, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Windows, PC, Xbox One, and Xbox Series S. And it will be for the latter two consoles via Game Pass on the same day. So it says that it's a campaign loot and role-playing systems called Outriders 101 and a CGI story trailer called Appreciate Power. So it's just, I watched a little bit of that demo and it looks fun. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that like to play shooters, but only third person. So that's right up your alley, friends. If you want to see <laughs> the person on the screen, what do you think? I enjoyed it. Um, my class is the Jester class. Has very cool uh, time manipulation abilities. which I like that a lot anyway. It looks well. It plays well. I do get that sense of gears in it in a way. Um, it does have like a cover system and like different kind of weapons and creatures and all this other stuff. And I could see the multiplayer aspect of it being like really big. So I'm down for it. You really got to you say you're going to try it out hopefully today. Right. Yeah. Um, I have a couple of games I still need to play, but I do want to play that beforehand because I want to know if it's worth a pre-order or not. Mm hmm. Because, you know, that's when you get all the good stuff when you do exactly the pre-order. Right. Yep. I think there's a, is it a sale for that game also already. Anyway. Is there? Uh, it might be on PlayStation. It could be. Okay. I'll, I'll check that out. But everything you do in the demo carries over anyway. Right. So that's that's a big bonus for me. It's not like I'm wasting time playing a demo. You can keep playing over and over again, maxing things out to a certain degree. And then when the game comes out, just continue. See, I appreciate when games do that sort of thing because I hate having, I feel like so accomplished when I finish this demo and then mm -hmm. when the game comes out, I'm starting from square one right. and I don't have anything. So 
Yeah, that's pretty awesome. I didn't know that that was a part of it. Mm -hmm. I do like uh, that you can do co-op, right? which is awesome. So you can play with your friends, which I always tend to enjoy games a little more when there's the co-op aspect. Mm -hmm. Okay, so then we have a game called Balan Wonderworld. And it kind of made me think of uh, what was the game I was playing? A Hat in Time. It kind of had oh. that vibe a little bit, but it's it's like a co-op and they have little mascot suits and stuff like that. It's a platformer game, 3D platformer. And uh, let's see, it says that it kind of has the 90s vibe, which I kind of feel like it does. Stuff like Crash Bandicoot and stuff. Right. You know, so this one is launching next week because it says the March the 26th and that is five days from now. So they have a bunch of characters, a lot of outfits for them, and they actually have a playable demo. And that is on the Nintendo Switch, PlayStation 4, 5, Windows, PC, uh, Xbox One and Series X. Apparently that's been out since January, but that's the first I've heard of it. So. <laughs> no, uh, I just <laughs> just pulled it up and it looks so fun. So I'm going to try to download that and play that too. Right. That would be a fun one. Uh, if we decide to stream or something one day, I think that would be a cool one to do. Yeah. Like a co-stream on. Right. So, yeah, you guys, if you want to see that, uh, let us know in the comments. And we can do that. So I know the one that everybody was excited about, maybe actually, <laughs> was uh, Marvel's Avengers, Black Panther, and Hawkeye DLC. I don't know if it's too little too late, though. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I was super hyped when Avengers came out. I made the video and everything. But now mm -hmm. I just kind of feel like, I don't even know where I stopped at, to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> I just know I stopped playing, and I just don't. Re I don't remember where I stopped at. I really mm -hmm. don't, and I don't have any real interest to get back on it because there's stuff coming out very soon. Exactly. So it might be a little too late for me. I mean, it's cool, like the gameplay aspects, um, the style and everything I was enjoying. Mm -hmm. I thought that the campaign was bomb. But mm -hmm. once I got done with the campaign, it became really repetitive and it was very glitchy. And, you know, it was funny because like sometimes the characters would get stuck and they would just be like, uh, it was like <laughs> a robot malfunctioning or something. It was just it was weird. And uh, I just had less and less people online to play with so right. that made it less fun and people were telling them about all these issues that were going on and they just didn't do anything about it and so right. then everybody was just like well screw that let's move on to the next game because there's always a new one coming out yep sure i want to play as black panther sure i want to kind of play as hawkeye i guess maybe but hawkeye i thought was coming out a while ago mm-hmm so I guess they're giving us this double whammy now and is it free? Lots of content. Probably not. Oh, uh no. let's see. Well, they didn't really I don't know that they announced whether or not that it was free. See, free can change things. At least download it and like play it later. Mm-hmm. But uh Hawkeye Future Imperfect 
it launched on the day of the event. So I guess I don't know if it's free or not. That's a good question. I definitely did not think about that. So would you, if they made you pay for it, would you play it? Nah, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be honest with you. It's just, it's just too late for me. I have other things I'm playing. I went back and started playing um, Lost Son, is it called? What is it called? Infamous. Infamous. Se last, infamous second last son. son. Second son. Yeah, I think it's awesome. second son. I'm sorry. Okay. I was all over. Yeah. Eh. I was like, what? Yeah. That's the new one? That's not a game. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I started playing that again on PS5 just to see what it looks like. And now I'm like stuck playing it. So I don't see myself playing Avengers no time soon. But you never I, know. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of want to play it to see how they use T'Challa's powers. Like, what if he gets that super suit power, you know, uh, where like anytime he took impact damage to the suit, it would like build up a charge. Right, right. I mean, it'd be so, cool. Like, like we talked about before, the gameplay was fine and the, right. the graphics were cool. I got mm -hmm. used to how the characters look, you know, because you went from like the movies to this. They were very different characters, but like yeah. everything was fine. It just had its moments where it got a little boring for me and like on your end you talked about it being a little glitchy and having issues yeah. after the fact you know well i mean to be fair that was the first week and everybody and their mama was playing on the first week <laughs> so like uh it was it was a lot probably on the servers and having to keep up with that and they probably weren't prepared for that so right. i take that into an account but some of the people's powers weren't properly scaled to me, mm -hmm. like the Hulk, the Hulk should have been like ridiculous OP, and he wasn't. Right, right. He was just very average, and that was disappointing. I mean, he yeah, was scary, <laughs> but, <laughs> but he wasn't as strong as he should have been. So yeah. I don't know. Like I enjoyed that first scene with Miss mm -hmm. um, Marvel when she's running and running from him, and he's chasing her. Like, yeah, that was frightening. Just to play it. Right. I can only imagine being in that situation where you're running from the Hulk. Right. Who's trying to get you. Yeah. So I know that's terrifying nightmare fuel. <laughs> um, I think one of my favorite parts is when I got cap in that game until I had to learn how to use that shield. I'm like, this is not as easy as it looks. <laughs> it took me forever to get off that spaceship. Oh, it was crazy. Man. But I have fun and I did like playing with him as a character because he has mm -hmm. all those like boomerang style attacks and it's just really cool right it's, it's a weird it's a weird situation this game is in because it's a good game right but it's just not good enough for me to play again right now yeah yeah i hear you okay so the next game they had was tomb raider definitive survivor trilogy which includes three games tomb raider a definitive survivor trilogy has uh, the OG Tomb Raider, Rise of the Tomb Raider, and Shadow of the Tomb Raider. So, like, I guess I shouldn't say OG, like the reboot. Okay. When they started over. I was we like, don't, what? We're not talking. No, no, no. We're not talking about like blocky, pixelated Laura Croft with, okay. the, with the torpedo boobs. Right. Not that one. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking. If you know, right. you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, 
It says that you can buy it now in the PlayStation and Microsoft store for $19.99, but in two weeks it's going up to $49.99. That is crazy. Uh, I mean, I appreciate y'all giving us a sale, but like two weeks to buy it. Right. I guess they're trying to get that STEMI money. Like That's it. That's, that's <laughs> all they want. That time frame right there. Like, let, me right get them, there. let me get them $30 off for you. Cash money. Right. Okay, and uh, let's see. Also, oh yeah, did you know that there's an anime adaptation coming to Netflix? Of what? Tomb Raider. Oh no, no idea. Yeah, I heard about that, and uh, I'm excited to see it. I don't know whose cast is Laura, but I did hear uh, something in the works, and I just maybe they'll use the same person since it's animated. Right. You know. Yeah, it's, I think it tends to be cheaper that way. Maybe. I don't know. Okay, so after that, they announced a crap ton of mobile games. Just Cause Mobile, Space Invaders AR. Um, what's the other one? Okay, I lost it. Don't worry about it. There's a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> coming to mobile. And... Um, I'm just not a big fan of playing video games on mobile. Are you? No, I have to be very bored. Yeah, no, I'm just not. Like, I maybe have like two games in my phone that are very simple to play right. just to waste time. That's it. Nothing that's like very deep that you'll find even on like a handheld console. I wouldn't really play on my phone. Right. So. Yeah, like the Candy Crushes of the world. I haven't played right. Candy Crush in years, but like just time waster games, mm -hmm. um, I, I would play on my phone. But even then, I'm like, I have a Switch now, so I wouldn't use that. Right. Um, I don't even, I have Apex on the Switch, but I don't even so much like playing it on there. Like, I need a legit controller. I need this, okay? I need a controller that I can put <laughs> in my hands, okay? Yeah. Like, that's what I need. Right. So I'm just not a big fan of that. It's cool that they're delving into that. And I think I have played like RPGs on there before, mm -hmm. but they're not as uh, like tactile as other games. Right. Right. No, I, I agree with you. It's just, I think there's, you know, there's a market, obviously there's a huge market for it, mm -hmm. but I'm just not in that market. Right. Right. Okay. Next up I have... Did you hear about The Last of Us? You know there's going to be an HBO show, right? Yes, I am. <laughs> I'm excited for that. I'm very interested on what they're going to do. I don't want it to be like, okay, this isn't like a shot at The Walking Dead, but I just don't want it to be. Like yes, it is. Dead. It's such a shot at The Walking Dead, and you know it. I don't I don't want it to be that way. I just don't. Mm -hmm. I heard that the first season is going to uh, basically cover the first game. Mm -hmm. So... Again, I'm not mad at the cast. I like the cast that they're doing right now. And was it Lady? Lady, um, what's her name in... Oh, how can I forget this game? Game of Thrones. Not game, but show. Game of Thrones. And she was the lady of the house up in the north. Mm -hmm. I can't remember her name. But I know she's playing Ellie. So I'm excited to see what she does there. Because she was a great actress in um, Game of Thrones. Right. Uh, she's playing uh, Ellie, and Joel is going to be played by Pedro Pascal, who, a.k.a. is Mando, the Mandalorian. Mando. 
Yeah, Mando. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I think that's really good casting. Mm-hmm. But they're saying that it's going to differ from the game a little bit, and um, it's because you know they're switching it to TV versus it being a video game. So they're going to have a mix of old and new, mm-hmm. and some things will stay closed. But they're also taking advantage of the new medium to push things in other directions. So even though it will largely follow the game and the plot lines to introduce, it will even lift um, dialogue directly from the game. But um, they're just, let's see, maintaining the core and philis- I can't talk. <laughs> philosophical underpinnings of Joel and Ellie's story is the main priority, more so than trying to recreate the game beat for beat. Mm-hmm. So I actually appreciate that because you are taking different cues and just like, I guess, even though you're kind of bashing the walking dead, I like that aspect about the walking dead up to a certain point, because if you had read the comic, you didn't want to just watch shot for shot, which you already read. Right. You know, so it's good to keep people interested and make it. So people that know the story don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? I think, yeah, I, like that's what's going to make this very interesting because, again, I played the game, I think, twice. Mm-hmm. And I read some of the, the little comics that they had put out on it. I'm looking for something maybe a little new in it, which is fine. Like, I think it's going to be very interesting to add in those new elements or even diving deeper into certain scenes that wasn't that extended in the game. Um, That's what I... No, that's what I'm excited for. I don't want to see a copy of the game. Right. That's boring because you know what's going to happen. Where is the suspense? Right. How do you keep people coming back every week if they know exactly what's going to happen? You know, I mean, then you could pretty much predict the show and what's the point. Right. But they say that they're going to deviate the show, uh, focus more on the drama of the characters versus it being like hardcore action based. Yeah. And honestly, that's what the game really was to its core. Like there were times where you had to go from point A to point B. And in between that, you did have like some zombie stuff, Mm -hmm. but something you didn't have to interact with. It was more terrifying or um, scary to handle that. Yeah. And um, so something that I read, it says that they gave a small tease regarding the show's take on the clicker, which if you guys haven't played is one of the, it's not a zombie, but like one of the monsters, whatever you want to call them. The infected, yeah. Yes, infected, right? And stating that he recently saw the first prosthetic test for the zombie-like enemy and that it's awesome. So I don't know what that means. All I, I know is crazy. that that clicker was terrifying. <laughs> I didn't even finish the game. Okay, so I'm just, we'll see. Right. Okay. And um, that is it for my topics. What do you have, Rain? So on my end, there is a big Cyberpunk 2077 uh, patch coming out. I know they had issues with uh, releasing this patch before, mm-hmm. but now this one's supposed to like help with the driving, increase some of the graphics. There was an issue where during night scenes, you would end up, let's say you did something illegal. If you did something illegal, the cops will come, but they will mm-hmm. come very quickly. So they kind of reduced that time so you don't get uh, destroyed at night. 
Mm -hmm. um, it says, when the patch release, players will find that the Night City's Police Department won't appear on the scene as quick. Um, again, the driving is getting better. The frame rates will be changed so that um, right now the cars are kind of hard to control. But okay, that is fixed so that. it's not just me. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's going to solve like the issues of the cars getting randomly stuck on environments. Um, the post reveals that the players will gain more control over the keyboard bindings, uh, specifically referring to dodging. The post admits the dodging by double tapping a movement key isn't available isn't always ideal so it'll be possible to turn it off mm. um i don't see a release date for the the patch yet but i believe it's very soon um also i know it involves the the release of some free dlc so this also is on xbox series x along with the ps5 okay that's cool so is that also pc too yeah and pc as well so i know you yeah. played a lot more than i have I well, I played did. it on the PC. I didn't have those issues. Well, gotcha. except for the car thing. And you know, okay, so here's the thing. Like, I don't feel like I'm completely terrible at driving cars. Mm -hmm. We had that little incident in Borderlands that day. I don't know. Like, maybe I'll just have an whatever. I remember. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> but like typically I do all right with driving. And in that game, it was ridiculous. It was so bad that I just decided to run everywhere mm -hmm. outside of having a motorcycle uh yeah i was i was running i hated driving the car so bad that is hilarious <laughs> so i am glad to hear that yeah it's, it's not like, just how you, you. It's everybody how you gonna be a thug but you gotta run everywhere you go like you don't even have a car <laughs> <You're> catching uber <laughs> <laughs> catching, can i get a lift please no all right right yeah. right so no i mean i'm looking forward to it though cool i think with all these fixes it sucks that it's happening now uh for console users you had it on pc like you said so you didn't have a lot of issues but i was playing with them and it made me really stop playing it and i think i'm waiting for like the big patch where it's transitioning over to ps5 as a, a full game mm -hmm. um, that's when i will probably hop on that game again but again i like that they're putting out patches to fix it some people some people don't do that right they just ignore it completely like we've already got our money right. sucks to be you exactly so i'm i'm glad that they are making an effort better late than never i'll take it right <laughs> you're driving okay so you know <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing for me that was announced this week was the new playstation vr version 2 for the ps5 i love vr i had the vr mm -hmm. for the ps4 and they came out with two um, versions of those. One of them was had like a wired uh, mic set up while the other one did not. And then now they announced that they're going to make one specifically for the PS5, which is great because I don't have my old one anymore. And I wanted to buy one. And I was like, they said they weren't going to do another VR headset, but they are. So um, I'm excited for a VR headset. When you say you don't have your old one, do you mean headset? Or Hit PlayStation. It. Oh, I got okay. the yeah. I was like, how many do you have, sir? Some uh, of us don't even have one uh -uh. PlayStation. Uh -huh. Nah, it's, it's there. I just you don't out here scalping PlayStations in the streets. Is that yes. what you're trying to tell us? This isn't a story, but if you guys keep your eyes out on Amazon and Walmart for these next few hours, you may find yourself a PS5. 
today they're releasing a bunch of them. Man, I thought you were about to say something illegal. I was like, oh, snap. <laughs> they about to pull our truck. stream. There's a truck in the back <laughs> right now with some PS5s. I'm selling right? for seven. Cash money. Right. But yeah, like, what's your first opinion on VR? And then second, if you got a PS5, would you get a PS5 VR version too? That's a mouthful. That's what she said. Hmm. Um, so I, <laughs> I do love VR. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the Oculus came out, I wanted to get an Oculus. I went to PAX one year and they actually had them. This is before coronavirus and like, you know, we had to worry as much about germs. I mean, still gross if they don't wipe the headset down. But they did have one there that they were showcasing where you could go there and try the headset. I never got a chance to do that. But I just think it's really cool because to have a game that you're fully immersed in, Mm -hmm. you just don't get that experience. Even if you have the biggest, widest screen TV ever, you just don't have the same experience that you have with a VR headset. Right. But that being said, it depends on the price point. It depends on the price point and if I feel like it's worth it with the games that they have to complement it on release. So rumor has it that it could be $4.99 or $3.99. Those were the rumors sit at. For the headset? Yeah. So I know that's like... <laughs> I know Who's that's paying high. that? I, you well, paying that? Here's that's the, the whole console. It really is. You can buy a PlayStation or an Xbox for that price. Sure can. You can upgrade your PC for that price. Those are crack prices. Because right now you can buy a VR headset for what? $299, I think. And that comes with a game and a camera and the controllers, but it's still $300. I don't even think the Oculus was that much, was it? No, I don't think so 199 or maybe 299 that's what i'm saying even at two it's not like that's crazy yeah they've got to be overshooting maybe they're putting that rumor out there so when they release the actual price it'll be reverse sticker shop like right. whoo at least you're not paying 400 i'll take yeah. it just don't judge me when you see me sitting here on one episode with the headset on and it's 499 because i'm gonna get it I-, I liked it a lot when i had it so yeah you got the shame. <laughs> I'm, judging. I'm judging already. It's judging already the... I don't even got it yet. But yeah. I know because I'm just like, that's what you do, though. You do. Mm-hmm. All right. But that's what all the news got, that I friend? have. That's it. That's all the news I have. I was going to talk about Falcon, but we just <laughs> we discussed that one and uh, Captain America. So um, you just wanted to shade Captain America. You didn't want to sure talk about did. it. You just wanted to be petty. I sure did. Cap. That's his name. Cap. Oh, Cap. You still got his judges. name is Diet Cap Zero. Get it right. <laughs> he will never be Cap. The levels of disrespect. He look like he hasn't. Somebody like... get me Feige on the yeah, phone right. right now. Somebody made a poor decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor decision. <sighs> okay. So. That wraps it up for that new new. That new new. For you, you. (laughs) Okay, so let's move on to our next segment, which is for the culture. Now, I typically, 
I will say that I don't really like to get too political on the show. I try to keep things light and fun, but this is just something I couldn't ignore and not say anything. Mm-hmm. And why is it political? I feel like because we spent the past year dealing with the coronavirus and the wrongful misplacement of blame on an entire race of people mm-hmm. by the leader of our country. You know, take that for what you will, but that contributed to like undeserving people being mistreated and abused and it's just wrong and really messed up and it needs to stop. So the topic is stop Asian hate, which has become a hashtag and gone viral uh, because of what has happened in my state this week. So I live in Atlanta and there was recently a mass shooting at three different spots within the Atlanta area. I found out there's one in Ackworth, which is, I think, up north, and uh, two in Atlanta. There were eight victims total that lost their lives, and six of them were of Asian descent. I'm just going to say I was both sad and frustrated about the entire situation. Uh, I'm sad because these people didn't have to die, and they didn't deserve it. Mm -hmm. The crime was fueled by hate and hate alone. We all know it. I'm frustrated because they refused to call this a hate crime. And it was clearly directed towards a specific race of people. They didn't have to say it. We know. Right. And the fact that the officer responsible had the nerve um, or of reta- detaining this dude uh, at the time to s- make the statement that he was having a bad day. I don't know about you, but that's not the kind of stuff I do when I have a bad day. Um, Why does he get a pass for mass premeditated murder? Um, I'm also frustrated because the media is trying to pit us against each other. And if it looks like I'm reading, I am because I wanted to make sure I got all of my thoughts out here. Okay. Yep. Um, And there are some that feel that as black people, we shouldn't support them because they didn't support us, which is the furthest thing from the truth. And we know that, or you should know that if you don't. Yes, anti-blackness exists in their community, but it also exists in ours, our own community. Mm -hmm. And um, I just don't think that that means that we should turn our back on other people when they need help because there were some of them that were there and still support Black Lives Matter and stood with us during the protests and even double down on that now. So you can't group an entire, you know, mass of people based on the actions of a few. And I just think that the hate needs to stop. And it's up to people, not only of that race, but people outside of it, the affected group. And that means Black Lives Matter. That's the Asian um, stop Asian hate uh, to stand up for other people as well. You know, we no one group can do it all by themselves. You have to band together and try to help each other. And uh, I just think that just because it's another group that's affected, the same stuff still applies. Right. Uh, and it's not a cooperate. I mean, <laughs> what I say? It's cooperation, not competition. I feel like people are trying to do this 
oppression Olympics over here. Who is more oppressed than the other? And that's, we just need to all have more empathy for each other and do better. Right. And I'm surprised I made it through this thing without crying because as I was typing it, it was rough. So uh, how do you feel about that, Rain? Uh, Just like you, like very uh, frustrated and sad about the whole situation. Um, The way that it is being played off as uh, another person having a bad day. He was, I think he was called a kid at one point. Right. Um, Just trying to minimize um, the effect of what he's done um, and what he is or, or bring sympathy to him. But um, it's that's something that I've gotten used to, unfortunately, whenever how the narrative tends to be and what they try to blame things on when it comes to a certain group of people when hate crimes are committed. So uh, it's been tough reading a lot of comments and talking to a lot of people about it has um, really shown how this world really works. And uh, I don't know, I'm definitely praying for like the families involved and the friends involved and stuff. And it's just, it's a lot. Yeah, It's a lot. Um, You know, I just, there's nothing good behind that. And in the articles that I read, it seems that if they had not tracked this dude down and stopped him, he was on his way to Florida to continue mm-hmm. his little murder spree. Right. You know, and, you know, I'm not Asian and I don't feel like I have to be to empathize and see why this is wrong. Right. And, you know, speak out on it and speak in support of because, you know, I mean, shoot, we're all human and we're all Americans. Mm-hmm. Like, even if you weren't born here, if you live here now, as far as I'm concerned, you're an American, mm-hmm. you know, right. and they're just out there minding their business, doing their day to day life. And something like this happens. It's it's just heartbreaking. Like, <clears throat> I don't know any of those people, mm-hmm. but that doesn't change the fact that or how I feel about it. And, you know, just how messed up it is. Right. And, a- and how they're handling this situation. Yeah. Right. Um, and I know that, I, I guess what and it infuriates me that black people are trying, or not all, but some are trying to make it like, you know, well, kind of a, this is what you get situation when that's not what it should be. Right. Um, if anybody should be able to understand and empathize about this, it should be us because right. we go through it all the time. If this were in the news and it were a black person that had committed this crime, we all know that they wouldn't be saying we were having a bad day. Right. It would have been thug. It would have been not nice pictures and suits and and, um, school pictures. They would be like somewhere with like a blunt in their hand or whatever the most you know, objectifying photo is that you can find of this person digging up things that they've done. They can be 50 years old and you'll find something they did when they were a teenager, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man, we need to do better. We just do. Definitely. But, um, yeah, 
you guys like just we got to do better and that's not just for you know rain and i i think that applies to everyone so i found out that there was a protest yesterday i didn't know about it until after the fact but you know i just wish that there was something i could have done all right i'm gonna get off of the sad topic now mm-hmm. but um I guess I just wanted to address that because, you know, with us sitting here talking about all the things we are, you know, they're a huge part of this community, a nerd geek culture too. So yeah, those are our people, right? <laughs> you know, they are still our people and it just. Yeah. And I think a lot of our, like the geek culture, um, especially, you know, anime and current, like the top right. 10 game developers and things like yo it's like you know there's uh agent inspired companies that are putting this out and like helping us get through things and stuff like that so um you know it's time to to stand up in situations like this there has been a lot of tolerance lately i think with a lot of attacks against the asian community um just randomly out there that's been put online uh, mm-hmm. Some getting spit on and some just getting harassed. And it's just people tolerate it until you get something like this to happen. Um, and now we have an issue, which we've been having an issue. So uh, like like Liku said, we got to do better. Go out and support. Um, be vocal. That's the one of the best things you can do is be very vocal. And if you see something that doesn't look right, say something. Right. Um, and that's all I have. Yeah, I mean, I agree. It's It's been an issue. This is not new. Just like Black Lives Matter isn't new. It's just that now it's been publicized. Now that people have access to like cameras and, and body cams and all of that, the stuff can be out in the open. And yeah, I agree with you. You see something, say something. Don't let people just sit there and get bullied. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not right. All right. So that's it for For the Culture. And um, we're going to move on to our spotlight of the week. And so this week I chose the spotlight of the week. And um, I did ask uh, around for different creators that I want to be able to showcase them and, you know, highlight what it is that they do. And so this was uh, one of the people that replied and I've actually known him for a while. And his name is DeAndre Bonds, photographer extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I met him years ago at a convention. Don't ask me which one. It's been so long. I want to <laughs> say maybe it was like Anime Week in Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but anyway, he's a great guy who also happens to be a great photographer. And uh, he's also into nerdy things like the rest of us. Clearly, if he's at a convention, right? <laughs> <laughs> But um, that is his Instagram there at the bottom, at dbonds.photography, if you want to check out some of his work. I believe he's still here in Atlanta. Um, And then he also has a website. And it is www.deandrebphotography.com if you want to check out his work, if you want to book him, okay, because he's good people. And I think you should pop over there and show him some love. Tell him we sent you. <laughs> uh, have you ever heard of him before, Rain? I have not. 
but I just I think you him. met him though. No, you did meet him. Uh, Momocon, the last Momocon. Oh yes, 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 yes. I know. Once you go look at the picture, you're gonna be like, "Oh, that guy." <laughs> That's it. Yeah, let, let me. I see his Instagram. Yeah. His photography Instagram. Right. Okay. What's the thing I'm typing over? I know, right? Typing very yeah. slowly right now. <laughs> See, y'all can bond over photography. No pun intended. <laughs> Give him a minute. Okay. That I re- is, no, no, is, no. Is... I remember. I'm so slow. I'm uh, slow. <laughs> yes. That's my bad. Yes. Okay, well, yes. yes, he has met him before. Yes. And so anyway, he does some great work. And um, maybe one day after this whole COVID stuff, we can all collab on something together. But definitely. Yes, definitely check out his website, check out his Instagram and uh, show him some love. So do you have anything else to add for today, Rain? Because I think we're going to uh, wrap it up here. No, it's time to uh, it's time to wrap it up. I appreciate everybody that uh, popped in and said hey and and talked to us. We look forward to doing this more, getting back into the swing of things with you all. Um, the fact that things are like starting to heat up again, and not no pun intended with the the weather, but I am excited to be on here. Just keep giving you guys content with Bleaku. Uh, we just got a lot to 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 give you guys. So. That's all I have. Right, right. So that wraps it up for this week's episode of the Geeks Advocate Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. We hope you enjoyed the episode. And you can listen to the audio version of our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, uh, uh, iHeartRadio, <laughs> and more. Uh, make sure to follow us on social media at The Geeks Advocate on Instagram, Facebook.com slash The Geeks Advocate, and at The Geeks Advocate on Twitter. As always, you can contact us. Uh, you can hit us up at thegeeksadvocate at gmail.com with any questions, comments, inquiries. And we appreciate you for watching, listening, and we will catch you next week at 4 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Central for another episode. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.